Hey everyone, Sal here with a quick summary of today's episode. In this episode, I get to speak with my guest, Daniela Arcinega. Daniela and I get to share our own perspectives of what the subconscious mind means. But Daniela also helps me explore more of the significance of her perspective on why we need to find and explore the meaning of our subconscious mind so that we can actually become aware of our own consciousness. I hope you guys get to give it a good listen and enjoy this episode. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, friends and listeners, thank you very much for joining and listening to On the Run with Sal, the podcast where we correlate philosophy and running through a good conversation. On today's episode, I have a wonderful guest of mine who is a friend of mine from high school. Well, we didn't go to the same high school, but we became friends during my high school time. And she is on the pursuit of spiritual sharing and development for others and herself. So nonetheless, uh, Daniela Arciniega, good morning. How are you doing today? Hi, good morning. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Wonderful to hear, wonderful to hear. Well, you know what, first and foremost, because this always happens and I'm breaking the fourth wall of my podcast, I need to turn off my silencer because every single time I'm recording, my silencer always goes up, I get a message or something, and then you just hear it on the on the recording or the actual episode when people who listen to it, they say, oh man, dude, there goes that the, the ringtone again or something like that. So yeah. you, you hear it. So, Daniela, you know what? Uh, I want you to introduce yourself really quick on... Uh, what you do, what your profession is, and what you think your purpose is for the day. Yeah. For the day. For the day. Or maybe for tomorrow and today <laughs> and whatever you feel like is comfortable for sharing. For the future, right. So yes, as Salvador mentioned, I am very passionate about spirituality and I help people explore their subconscious mind. I mix that as well with entrepreneurship as of right now. I stick for I stick firm with my beliefs and I think you know everyone should elevate even more and it all starts from subconsciously eventually to a conscious level um, so yeah I think it's a little bit of every of everything and I appreciate Salvador for having me um, and sharing what is that I do now and and today and tomorrow, and tomorrow. <laughs> absolutely because the whole idea of projecting yourself and higher you know you want to develop yourself elevate yourself pursue your best self possible you got to do it today and tomorrow so <laughs> that's yeah. the most important you know what I, I want to ask you how you actually or what in life presented it to you to say you know what I want to teach people how to find or explore their subconscious mind. How'd you get into that? I think that it all started when I myself was not leave. I was I'm actually not living in fear, mm. and I want everyone to feel that way. I think myself. I have been through um, a lot of. I've I've met a lot of people, successful people, not made, not not so successful. I have right now a life coach. I. I think I'll never stop talking to her um, and it just it all started because I saw the difference and the impact in my life and I'm very passionate to have everyone not live in fear not live in doubts 
whatever it is that you think you can do, you can definitely accomplish it you, as long as you put your mind to it. And I think that everyone, everyone wants happiness and success, but happiness and success looks different for everyone. It's not going to be the same. So whatever happiness looks for you, whatever success is for you, I want people to know that it's attainable, it's possible, and it all starts again back with your subconscious mind and eventually reaching your con conscious mind. Absolutely. It starts off with your subconscious mind. Really quick, I, I was just wondering, who is your life coach uh, for the for the moment? You said that you will a... never stop talking her to right. her. So she sounds like an influencer, a mentor who is worth, you know, conversing, sharing your own personal thoughts. Uh, who is this uh, life coach that you have? Her name's Yulid, and she only takes Spanish-speaking people. Oh, okay. Um, she's, a, she's from Colombia. She's a Colombian. So, I mean, I think that... Everyone, I, I think that it's beneficial for everyone to have a life coach, to have a mentor. Mm -hmm. I think that it helps you become that person that you've always wanted. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm very passionate about expressing myself and I stick firm with my beliefs. No, absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's always, it's good to always stick firm with your beliefs because I, I want to get to an example right now, but the, the reason why you have to stick firmly with your beliefs is is one you can trust yourself you know and two is that when you want to create something it's good to stick firm with your beliefs also validating what is true so you got to find out what is also true but if you firmly believe that you want to fall back on your beliefs you have to find out what is truly true and what actually forces you to say, I still believe in it, even if some other person doesn't fully believe in it. Let's just say, for example, like your dreams. Some people don't believe in your dreams, but you believe in your dreams. Right, I think that I don't really care if someone else doesn't agree with what I'm doing. I think it's what makes me happy, and I, I, I do believe that not everyone is okay with what I'm doing, mm -hmm. but um, as personally, I don't think that living a nine to five is ultimately what, pe what people will have. Like everyone is creative enough, everyone is is talented enough to come up with with ideas that can benefit you financially and maybe spiritually I don't know because again success and happiness looks different for everyone and I think that everyone should get um, creative and take entrepreneur in their hands you know no you don't have to be born rich you don't have to be born you can come from a low income high income that doesn't define you and I stick firm to it and like I believe that <laughs> So I'm glad that I'm able to share it in your podcast. And Salvador, I thank you for for being a good friend throughout the years. Oh, absolutely. Appreciate that. Uh, I'm flattered. I'm very flattered that uh, you consider me a good friend because a lot of people don't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I, I love what you said because, you know, people don't know how to 
explore their subconscious mind to truly find what they want to do right and and i just want you to you know explain to me a little bit about uh, not the exploration part but why it's so hard to figure out what the subconscious mind does or what it even is uh, uh, to a certain extent so i want you to explain to me the idea of the subconscious mind for the moment yeah for the moment i think that the subconscious mind is i think not talked as much i think most people usually tend to talk about the con the conscious mind and the consciousness but i think personally as someone that has been through this and is able to elevate um by the way i am human so obviously i can fall into low vibrational feelings at in that inevitably but i feel like i always struggle with that word by the way inevitably inevitably <laughs> i i even i recorded <laughs> my youtube video yeah. my second youtube video by the way like i said that word wrong i keep on saying it wrong i don't know what it is don't worry about but, it it's all good i think i understand <laughs> that you're saying inevitably i see even me don't even worry about it i know that. i hate that word <laughs> don't worry about it if you guys ever have like a word that you don't like um let Beat it me up to let it. me and salvador know <laughs> because that word I do not like. But yes, I think that going through this, um I was able to spot things that personally helped me and I think it's very important to to first visualize your like to talk upon your subconscious mind to eventually reach your conscious mind. Mm. I think you can okay. go back and forth through it. I don't like personally, I still tend to vibrate low sometimes, but it's It, it's like a time frame you have like five seconds to 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 push yourself back up like it's a conscious effort and but it all starts with the subconscious and i think that um like it's just something that's not talked upon that much i think most people tend to talk about the conscious mind mm -hmm. and why don't we for me it's like why don't we talk about the subconscious first and let me try to figure out where your pain come from came from or where i can help you heal yeah. so that way you can you can elevate even more absolutely so uh, i mean you're you're talking about the reaction of your subconscious if that makes any sense at all the reaction of your subconscious because when you're subconsciously doing something yeah it's it's how you you know what is being offered to you and what you actually react upon it and what you respond to it and how you actually grow from it or not. So is, is, do you think subconsciously we're more instinctive than we are uh, reasoning the conscious? Does that make any sense? Do you think we're more instinctive with our subconscious than we are uh, with responsible with the conscious? Right, yeah. Um, that's a good question. I think that we are more responsive with the subconscious exactly i think most people vibrate with and can relate to the subconscious and i think honestly i've i've probably met one person that or two but and they're older by the way like mm -hmm. these people are like are older and i'm like and i want people to start elevating higher okay at a younger age even if possible oh absolutely but yes 100 i think that people um 
can relate more to their subconscious and and rather than your conscious and i think that um maybe by instinct right by instinct yeah. yeah okay and i think that maybe also adding on to this that usually people tend to realize all of these things but once they're 50 or okay. 60 yeah. and you know with all of this information out 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 there i think that i really bring something bright and beautiful to the table because yeah. in school you're not te they're not teaching you the the essence of healing of growing you know i think school is great i personally i go to san diego state right now and I'm always gonna be in school. <laughs> Not always, but I have like You're school plans. You're always going to be learning. <laughs> I'm always gonna be learning. I'm always be, gonna be a student. Be the student of life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, student of life. But yeah. yeah, I think that um, I don't. I'm not. I'm not talking down upon schools. I'm only saying that it's always good to learn life skills that will actually benefit you. I think you can mix both very well. So Absolutely. that's something that you I, know what? I, I want to talk, uh, <laughs> I want to point that out because one of my most recent talks was with Havel Respis, old teammate of mine in San Diego Mesa College. He said, you know, I, I went to school, but they never taught me anything about, you know, how to absorb what life is offering you, how to seek that there is a way to use your brain properly, not just with the information that they're pouring down to you or that you want to absorb, but the reality of the realms where, where we live, the physical, the metaphysical, the conscious, the unconscious, the subconscious, all these kinds of realms, I think it's important to develop them, especially for younger, younger children, because it it feels sort of surreal that this actually exists but they never wanted it to teach us teach it to us and that makes any sense who teaches it to us people who are a lot older and then they sell the books and then they have this big chunk of books and the people who have the time to read the books they're like oh wow this actually exists that's crazy so one of the episodes he mentions about his book called real magic and in real magic he says prayer praying saying words you know that you believe in can come into fruition because they do have a purpose why do you have to say those things why do you even have to think those things you know it, 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 it's it's real magic when you actually create something and it has meaning besides the meaning is how can you actually make it real that's why magic you know the word sounds uh, like a fantasy sounds disillusional sounds like it's just an idea but the reality is if I say something that I actually truly believe like when I pray and not just praying the Padre Nuestro que estás en el cielo you know that's, <laughs> that's the one I, I started off with you know our father who art in heaven you know the praise of saying uh, of continuous repetition to say, wow, I can actually believe in that. Wow, I can actually say, I, I am worth it. I, I am the one. I am the, the, the person that can achieve that. I want to achieve that. Uh, is that part of the subconscious mind or is that part of the conscious mind? 
I think that at that point we're talking about the conscious mind. Perfect. I think yeah. at that point it's more you you already love yourself, you you see yourself worthy. And at that point you're you you can really be conscious about about every I think it's I'm I'm glad you mentioned that because also one of the things that you know sub, subconsciously you tend to compare yourself with others also is another good another thing that people tend to do compare yourself or think someone else has it better than you and all of that is considered like subcon like subconscious mind but because once you're reacting upon what people are doing yeah okay. you're reacting about upon what people are doing <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah i think that I think it's 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 cool to ha to be able to talk about these things and apply it to your to your own life and make the best out of it however that looks wherever you live um, yeah I think I think it, it benefits to be able to work on yourself in a spiritual way I think it has a lot of benefits definitely no yeah I think uh, I mean what you're trying to do is is let people know that they can become aware that just because they're acting upon the instinct of whatever life is offering you, you can be aware that you can actually use those things and you don't just have to react upon them, right? It's like when I, here's what I, here's what I do, and this is an example. I send a friend a video, right? And obviously, most people don't look at the video. Mm -hmm. But don't you think that I consciously had the purpose of saying, I sent you the video for a specific reason, and if you act upon it from out of the subconscious, because your normality is, oh, it's a five-minute video, I'm not going to waste five minutes watching this thing, because I didn't come up with the idea. Someone is presenting it to me. So, so would that be you being in the realm of subconscious? Or conscious because when you're conscious you'd say I'm actually gonna watch that video rather than just skim it and then I talked to him about later like a day later it's like hey did you watch that video I sent you oh no no I didn't it's like why do you think I sent you that video right yeah there's a purpose to it and if you would have actually watched the video we would have been actually sharing the purpose or the correlation quote unquote because <laughs> I yeah that's, uh, that's the word I'm using uh, the correlation of, of what could have already been this conversation instead of me telling you dude you messed up you should have watched the video because we could have now been talking about the video now I have to explain it to you in a certain sense without the proper words or without the best imagery that I can actually create so that's part of the conscious I think I answered my own question if I, I'm think not, I think I answered my own question if I'm not mistaken I know no but I agree with you I think that when you share something with someone else and that person you know at that point isn't willing or you know maybe forgot it's like well you wonder where their mind is and you can't help but to wonder like you can't help but to wonder what what must he be going through for him to not even consider replying to this video right so um definitely i agree with you salvador i think that it is it is a conscious mind um mindset point of view mm -hmm. and you know if you I think that if you're someone 
as conscious as me and Salvador personally. I, I've known Salvador for a while now, and I think he, he is he is very talented in his own way. And thank you. Um, I'm gonna say this in his own podcast. <laughs> thank you. Very much. Um, yeah, I think he's very talented in his own way, and he he definitely knows what the conscious mind consists of. And and as someone like him or, or me, we we can't. I think we can't help but to notice some of these patterns. Um, you know, to it's. I think that the point of, at the end of the day, all I want is for people to be happy with whatever they have. You know, um, mm -hmm. I don't want to be known for the people for the things I have. I want to be known for the people that I helped. Um, so yeah, I no. think that I think that I I I agree with you know it, all and, and anything to do when you're when you're vibrate when you're vibrating low, mm -hmm. it means something internally is is going on with you. You know, so, you, you said that, that, that thing, and I'm sorry for interrupting you, yeah. but you're vibrating low, you're vibrating high. Explain yeah. to me a little bit about what that what that really is. That's actually a, a cone. It's known for the for the cone colors and you know, um, you can even look it up or something, but it's it's definitely something to use because you can go from vibrating really high, which would be more of a orange color <laughs> it's Interesting. like and is it, it a chakra based thing right yeah it's okay. it's also like a chakra based thing uh -huh. um so and honestly it's not like levels it's not like you're you're now in the highest level and you're never gonna you're human so mm -hmm. your 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 spiritual level is gonna go up and down absolutely and that the important thing is to be aware of it so Absolutely. that way you can act upon it and and really quickly be able to switch it back back up or you know because it you're human <laughs> so i think that being aware of it yes. is is good enough Absolutely. for you to um you know take upon your Make the best out of this life. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I'm with you on that. Make the best out of this life. Uh, that idea about vibrating, it's the cone colors. Uh, obviously, from what I've empirically have been experienced in my life. Uh, the colors of the rainbow starts off with indigo, blue, green, yellow, orange, red. Okay. Uh, well, actually, indigo purple, indigo purple, and then, or is it purple? I think it's purple, indigo blue. Either way, either way. There's those seven colors, right? People said, oh, well, there, there, there's seven colors. I forgot that there was this this guy who said, well, everybody sees six colors, but there's seven colors, right? So, the 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 pattern is that you know I think everybody's attracted by this light spectrum that already naturally exists and there are options and you're attracted by one of those options my favorite color is green and when I see something green I tend to react a little bit more upon it because it for me it's attractive for whatever my own self-interest is attractive and then I can correlate it to different attributes aspects whatever it is whatever they are and I think I vibrate more on a higher frequency with with that uh, I don't know what the the, the opposite spectrum of that frequency would be of green what would be the opposite of green 
Red? Red. I'd be guessing, you know, that, that, that would actually make a little bit of sense. I mean, I'll ask a scientist one of these days, but I'll ask a scientist one of these days. But I think, I think you're right. People do vibrate more with uh, their self-interest, the, the colors of their own self-interest. Uh, what would be your uh, vibrating pink color? Pink? <laughs> That would be my, well, that's my favorite color. Uh-huh. And um, I can resonate with that point of view. Red would be passion. It would be yeah. rage. It would be power, you know. Pink right. because there is no pink in the, in you the, know. In the rainbow, I in know, In the right? rainbow, there is no pink. In the rainbow, <laughs> there is no pink. But, but you want to use that idea of passion and power. And, you know, I'm going to get into this, get really nerdy on this one. I, my favorite superhero is Green Lantern. You know who Green Lantern is? You know? Okay. Green well, Lantern? The, Green Lantern? Yeah, there is a superhero. His name is okay. Green Lantern. His color is green, obviously. Name, name has it all. But obviously, he has the ability to, from his own consciousness, create the illusion or the, the, the manifestation of a reality of something to, if he thinks of a jet, of a Fire, fire, fire jet, he can create it because that's his power. But what I'm getting at with this whole Green Lantern thing, that's what his power is. There's these groups called the Green Lantern Corps, there's the Red Lantern Corps, so there's all the different spectrums of color, right? Yeah. And the power of the Green Lantern is will. You have to have the willingness, you have to have the, the need to persist and to overcome fear. Fear is the color yellow, right? So fear is something that you have to act upon, it, you, it's unknown, it, it forces you to say, well, I don't know if I can act upon it or I can actually get some benefits out of it. I, and I apologize for getting this, but... No, it's actually true. <laughs> That's why presidential, um, presidential people, like when you're running for president, people tend to choose the color red, red and blue red because and red of blue. the meaning yeah. behind the colors. Exactly. I think it's true and I agree with you. <laughs> so blue is... Uh, is powered by hope. Hope, yeah. And That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Uh, in, in, a, in, a, in a strong or a strength sense of way. And red is 100%. powered by rage. Yeah. And then indigo is powered by, by balance. Mm -hmm. And there is purple, which is kind of pink powered by love so you yeah. know that's uh that's the, the the connection right there but i like this whole idea about the, the the vibration of how people can or have a high vibration low vibration from their own self-interest and you know their their need to react upon things i think that's crazy and i think that could actually don't quote me on this, but it could come from the subconscious mind, yeah. right? Because when you're consciously aware, it's like, it's actually there. Subconsciously, you don't know where the reaction comes from, so it has the base ground foundation of it. So, you know, uh, Daniela, I think this is, this is really, for, for me right now, I'm just reflecting on this whole thing because that's how this life has uh, trajected me. I had to learn about Green Lantern to know the purpose of every single one of the colors or the Green Lantern's comic book's meaning of the colors. And these vibrations, these subconsciousness, and you want to teach people how to not fear. How, what are the three steps that you want to teach people how to say, for you not to fear, 
it's best that you take these three steps. What would be those three steps? I think, first of all, you would have to be willing to, I guess, accept that it is a fear. Mm -hmm. I think that's the most important thing is to come in realization with it. Accept and then, the fear. Let's see, I'm, I'm coming up with this. I'm trying to bring this up my sleeve. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I think the first one would be to accept, the fear. accept that you there is a fear in the first place. The second one would be to, you know, talk to people that care for you. The, it doesn't even have to be blood family. Like whoever is whoever you call your family, mm -hmm. um, to interact with them. Yeah. And then from there, the third one would be to have self-love. I don't know if if those three, I don't know if there's an order, <laughs> but uh -huh. I think another one would be to have self-love. Once you have self-love, you can, you, you, you will realize you can do a lot with that. <laughs> I'm with you on it. I'm definitely with you. Accept the fear. I think connect with intention, you know, with people who can actually say, oh, I, I think I understand why you're having that problem and your purpose to want, the wanting purpose to overcome it, mm -hmm. right? Right. And then obviously you have to willingly give yourself that self-love to say, hey, that is fearful. Hey, people can understand that you are actually afraid of it because why would I have this mask of saying like, I'm not afraid of anything. You have to co connect and have that uh, interaction and intention with others so that they can understand who you are. Oh, you're actually afraid of that? Oh, well, you know, it's, it, it sounds horrible. But guess what? If you focus on your own growth as a person, you act upon the ideas where you can actually grow and you give it to yourself, you will probably overcome the fear. Mm -hmm. So I think, uh, I, think I, I, I like these three steps that you are trying to teach people how to do. I know that they just came out of nowhere, but probably that's for you to say, I think I gotta, you know, I gotta, I gotta teach this the best way possible. So I know that's can actually... my next YouTube video. There you go. That sounds. <laughs> I'm gonna, um, inspired by Salvador Salinas. Ah, thank you very much. Well, <laughs> you know, it, well, here's the best part of it all. You come up with things after you share them because you say, "Well, wow, where did that come out?" You know. Yeah, I think I. Oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> Before I, you know, even considered opening up a YouTube channel, it was because I was starting to really heal people and I didn't I didn't realize like I think I've always had that gift and I don't know I truly enjoy it I like feeling like I can help and also another now that I have the time to say it I'm gonna say that also ground yourself that's another <laughs> way to um, maybe not live in fear you know the I think everyone at some point should ground themselves as much as possible. And yeah, I think I think all of this is stuff that really can impact your life for the better. Yeah. I think by grounding yourself, 
and th this is me interpreting, is that consciously know where you're at. Ground yourself. Consci I'm, I'm right here right now. Mm -hmm. Things aren't going so great. I can ground myself with that reality because I'm actually standing upon it and say, well, where can I actually go? What is this life offering me to, you know, to take steps towards? So I think it's, I, I like that. I really do like that idea of grounding yourself because sometimes me as a runner, I'm never in the same place twice, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I try to get from here to there and even if I pass from here to there, it's never gonna look the exact same way again. Uh, and I ground, uh, and uh, grounding myself maybe is just saying, hey, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm running, I'm enjoying this run. Wow, look at how pretty it is to just get away from where I'm at right now. And obviously correlating this whole idea, we went out for a run this morning. We did. We went out for a run this morning and I remember you telling me when I invited you a couple, uh, probably it was last year when I was trying to, you know, teach people how to do this. I said, Daniela, hey, I, I know that you're pursuing this uh, entrepreneurship, but I would like to invite you to go off a run. You told me I don't run. I don't want to do it like at all. I did. And uh, and I'm very, very happy. I'm very glad that you took upon the invitation of going out for a run with me. And I want you to tell me about your experience running with the, with the program that, I, that I'm trying to share with people so that they can, you know, try it out at yeah. one point. So I tell me a little bit about your experience. Yeah, of course. I think that I'm, I was telling Salvador even that I personally don't think I'm ever going to be a perfect human being. I think I, I, I think that's what makes me grow bigger and stronger, um, being humble and being able to learn from others. And Salvador, you know, when we went out this morning for a run, he was really tapping into my conscious mind and he was telling me like, you know, using using um even history at that point but it's just his philosophical way of of viewing the fitness and the running is for me very inspiring and and i personally enjoyed it a lot my experience was great um i've been wanting to have this miraculous morning routine for a while now um i do wake up early like five in the morning but i just you know I think I wanted to have the routine to run, but if I'm being super honest and and super transparent, I I did not I don't have the 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 fitness implied. I feel like I've I drink a lot of water and I'll drink teas, <laughs> but as far as running, you know, I I personally don't have that and and it and you know, as someone that is so so spiritual and I was I feel like this was some. This was meant to be Salvador. Okay. No, I I, I, I appreciate run. you looking yeah. at it that way. I truly do appreciate you. This is meant to be, and I feel like you know. Hopefully, I can continue. Um, whatever we talked about out in the field earlier, and I can apply it to my life. And I think I think you're up to great things, and I think it is a great thing to do in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I no. personally think um, I was. I was trying to do this anyway for a while now, so I appreciate you inviting me and having me out in the field. I learned a lot. I appreciate it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, again, I appreciate you accepting the invitation, and I was very happy uh, that you took upon the challenge of, of learning about my training program. 
So I, I just want you to try to what, what you learned, uh, break it down to saying like this is what we did. So what what is it that we actually did this morning uh, for you to learn about my training program? Um, I think you uh, well. We first like stretched. Yeah, no, no. we well, first stretched. Yes, we that's first stretched, <laughs> and then I think you know, as someone that doesn't run every day, um, I was able to keep up with Salvador. And personally, I think the only reason I was able to keep up with him was because of his constant um, philosophical view of, and not only was he like. It wasn't him like cheering me on. It was more of him tapping into your conscious mind and telling you the benefit and you know how your body works when you're running. He really knows what he's talking about when it comes to running. Mm -hmm. It seems like he knows how your body will react to you exposing yourself to running. Yeah. And that helps personally a lot. I, as someone that thinks so rational okay um i think i think it was it was um beneficial for me absolutely well just uh for those those out there who don't know what my running program is if you do want to uh, get this running program feel free to send me a message but at the same time if i notice that you're running i'm gonna invite you i'm gonna send you my running program and obviously i'm gonna send that to you as soon as we're done here but what it is, is that you run for a minute and then you walk for a minute. Oh, the reason, okay. yeah, that's what, that's what I wanted to get at. The, the reason oh, okay. why I'm teaching people how to do that is to distinguish the difference of what running is within that effort of the minute and what running is not. That's why I teach people how to actually walk and notice that you're not running anymore. And with that benefit is to say when you put in that effort of running, you're stressing out the body and you're saying, this is running. I'm putting that one step in front of the other with a little bit of the consistency, the speed, the, the effort, and I'm actually sweating. And then after the minute is over, you are noticing that you're not running anymore. Yes, that's true. <laughs> you are resting, you are replenishing, and you are ready to repeat. That's my three R's. Resting, replenishing, ready to repeat. And if you want to even say four hours because ready to repeat, it has <laughs> two hours. But the whole idea there is that's how life is. Early in the morning, all the way to, to, to the end of the night, you are putting in the effort of whatever your purpose is to be doing. And at the end of the night, when the day is over, you get to rest. And that's how it is. And I've repeated this idea, this poem so many times which is, um, te cansas para disfrutar del descanso. You tire yourself out just so that you can enjoy your rest. It has the balance of what one thing is and what the other thing is not. And it has its yin-yang of effort, relaxation, up and down, black and white, whatever it is. And that kind of idea of putting an exercise forward and practice with this this is it this is not it anymore this is it this is not it anymore is when you notice that you're actually doing or practicing or acting upon whatever it is so like right now you are sitting down yeah 
But if you stand up, you can tell that you're not sitting down anymore. That's that's the balance. That's the balance of this whole idea of life. So, you know, you what was your experience prior, running experience prior to this program that you actually got to do today? My running experience prior was more like run three miles until, or run until you can't. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that, that Go, was it. Yeah. run until you cannot. And that was what I have in my brain. And yeah, as he, as Salvador said, check him out. Check his purchasing. <laughs> I'm still not selling anything. Okay. I'm still not selling oh, okay. anything. Okay, it's for free. Okay, it so is? even better. Absolutely. Even better. Yeah. Uh, but you know, people don't find the value because it's for free. But that's why I invite them for the cup of coffee. So it costs me. It doesn't cost them. Okay. <laughs> it costs me. Even better. Even yeah. better, guys. I, so. I invite them to do this. Uh, but so. you know... For a lot of people, running is, is grimacing. Running is hard. Running is, 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 geez, Louise, it's so challenging. I hate it. Why am I actually doing this? Is, is that how you felt prior to this running program yeah, that you did today? Yeah, exactly. Prior to this program, I think that it was just that. My mindset was another way, and I give that credit to Salvador. I think that it is out of... As someone, I'm telling you, as someone so spiritual, you would think I'm already running in the morning. <laughs> but um, yeah, super transparent. I was not, so anyone can benefit from this. You know, um, growing up, we were we were we were even talking about this. Me and Salvador, we're taught to when it comes to running, we're taught to run three miles, come back, and drink water, and <laughs> and you know that's what we're taught in schools but and everyone's and at that point everyone sees that as like torture uh -huh. impossible That's, yeah and i think this program really has another out um another look upon running which mm -hmm. is a more peaceful not so torturous way mm -hmm. and it's a good it's a good it's a good habit to have that's for sure absolutely <laughs> uh, well i am glad that you did not feel tortured this morning that <laughs> that is that is definitely one of my purposes that's why i always say at the end of the episode i hope you enjoy the run because i hope you enjoy the run sounds very like an oxymoron thing like how do you enjoy running that that makes no sense it's very arbitrary in a certain sense so I get. I, I, we're at we're at the point where I actually ask you the more philosophical questions about running, and uh, I ask you this question. I've asked this question for many of the people, not the first people that I started, because it became one of those things of uh, my evolution throughout this podcast. So for you, Daniela Arciniega, what is running? For me, running is more of a. It's more of a more like personally, it's more of a routine that. I want to apply into my morning. Mm -hmm. I do meditation. I wake up. I, I love drinking tea. I love being surrounded by crystals. And personally, it's just something that I will apply into my life. Mm -hmm. And on a on a more broad perspective, running is is it can be anything f for anyone. Like you can you can make running whatever you whatever you want. It doesn't mean like running is gonna gonna take you this this and here you know i think you can make running 
however you want it. It doesn't necessarily mean anything. Personally, I'm gonna imply it into my routine, but well, that's why I, I have it. you as running can be anything for anyone because that is absolutely true. Every single person who I've asked that question has been telling me a different answer. Okay. But they all want to get to the same goal of saying it's something for me. Yeah. <laughs> it can be anything for anyone. It's something for me. So that applies <laughs> that it can be anything for anyone. Absolutely. And I, and I appreciate that because you simplified it to the, like I told Brandon Velasquez, the everything of the nothingness in its own everything way. So obviously that's a metaphysical terminology right there that I created. I don't know if that actually implies or not, but obviously running is in a certain sense everything. Right. <laughs> but you can define it as your anything specifically for that some specific purpose that, that it is. Yes. And I kind of made agree. it sound a little bit, you know, uh, I don't know, very repetitive with, with my own thoughts. but. That's what it is. I truly, I truly appreciate it. Running can be anything for anyone. Absolutely. Well, Ms. Daniela Arcinega, we are here at the last couple of minutes. I was just wondering if you wanted to contribute or share anything, maybe a quote, something that inspires you every morning to say, you know what, because I can think this way, I can actually act upon my best self possible. Could be a mantra, something like that. What would you like to share to people if you'd like to contribute? Uh, an idea with them okay so I think that I I think I'll say for this one I'll just say that love is the answer love is the answer yeah <laughs> and I would actually just not trying to get to the the core of this question why do you think love is the answer I think I think especially now with um, I think it, it's just relevant especially with COVID-19 and uh, you know all these all these I mean not riots but more of a well first they start off as the, the, the connection? Is that what you're trying to the get? The Black at? Lives Matter. Okay. The pro I'm sorry, the protests. Oh, oh okay. So, yeah, especially now with COVID-19 and uh -huh. the protests, um, I think that it's just relevant that love is the answer. And I think that, you know, this world just needs a little bit more healing. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's very interesting. Love is the answer. Uh, no, no, definitely love is the answer. I just got some really weird messages. Uh, yeah, connection. The whole connection. I just chose that quote because it's relevant. No, absolutely. Right Actually, where did you hear that from? Love just is the answer. Love is the answer. I know, I know it sounds like a, like a just, thing yeah, that just comes naturally. No, it's a cliche quote. It's a cliche. I think so. I don't think it's like something I came up with. No, but it's something you believe in yeah. that you would like to share with others to say, you know what, this contributes. This helps. This grows. This uh, this this waters the plant for its flourishness. Mm -hmm. And I'm with you on it. Love is definitely the answer. Uh, you know, Bertram Russell says, 
Does he say love is triumphant and hate is foolish? Right. I think I think Bertrand Russell says that. He's a, a English philosopher. Uh, back in 1960, back in the 1960s, and he's he's very influential from my aspect because he says if I were to give any advice for anyone who hears my thoughts, I would like to say two things. First, intellectual. Secondly, moral. Intellectual. Make sure that what you're saying has a foundation of facts and is something that you can believe that actually propels you forward with the intention or the intentions of good. That's the intellectual. The facts that have a referencing foundation. And the moral is the tolerance. To be tolerant with others because the world is becoming more interconnected. So that's why he says, love is triumphant and hatred is foolish. Foolish, foolish. Foolish, foolish. Well, I'm going to finish it off right there. And as I always finish it off, I say, ladies and gentlemen, friends and listeners, thank you very much for joining and listening to On the Run with Sal, the podcast where we correlate philosophy and running through a good conversation, a very personal Thank you to this wonderful person, Daniel Arciniega, for accepting my invitation on the run and for this podcast. And I, I'm, I'm hoping and I know that as long as you pursue with persistence and patience, wherever you want to get to, you will definitely get there. So to all my friends and listeners... Uh, I thank you for listening. I hope you have enjoyed this run. And Daniela, is there anything, any last words that right, you'd like no. to say goodbye? Goodbye, everyone. Yes. <laughs> Tune in next time. Absolutely, absolutely. As I always say, I hope you guys have enjoyed the run. And adios. Bye, adios.